0: You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Turn to your neighbor and say, Love is like a storm. Hallelujah. Some of you guys look like you came out of a storm this morning. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Hair's all misty. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, uh, our, our theme is what? The, our theme is what? The voice. Not a voice, but the voice. Amen. I just finished a two part series, uh, the last couple of meetings that we've been here, amen, on the Pentecostal church. Amen. The Pentecostal church. The Pentecostal church has to be a voice. Because the Holy Spirit empowers us. We learned that the Holy Spirit fell on Pentecost, filled his believers with an empowerment in order to be the voice or be a witness. Right? It says to be a witness in Samaria to Judea and to the ends of the earth. Amen. That, that empowerment came to the church in order for us to be a witness or a voice to the ends of the earth. And if we are to be a voice, how many know that we need to have a heart for God? we got to have a heart for God. It starts in our hearts, church, in everything that we do. The question today is the title of my message, Where's Your Heart? Where's your heart? I really want you to, Check yourself out. I want you to take inventory within yourself right now. I, I want you to get rid of uh, what you're thinking. I want you to get rid of uh, 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 your problems. I want you to, get to, to put aside your situations uh, or the battles and storms that you may be facing right now. Maybe you're in a storm right now and things are just blowing and it's getting a little crazy. Right now, but I want you to put all that aside, amen. Right now, I want you to trust Jesus with that. I want you to trust God with that. I want you to lean upon the Holy Spirit to help you through. You'll take care of those problems. You know, I'm not saying to ignore them, but put them aside right now and start checking your hearts. So, checkup time. You're in the office, you're in the physician, the doctor came to check your heart. Where's your heart today? You see, God is looking for a people with a heart to do His will. A heart that will long for Him. A heart that will live for Him. God is looking for a heart. Where's yours? You see, inside of each one of us, inside each individual here, I tell your neighbor, he's talking to you. Every individual here, amen, inside of each person here lies the answer to affect and change the world that we live in through one heart. It's one person making the decision to understand that together we can impact and leave a legacy. But it has to begin with one's heart. When each of us realize that together, somebody say together. Together. Together we can impact and leave a legacy, but like just said, it has to begin in one's heart. Listen. I'm here to let you know that you matter to God. Come on. Come on. Somebody say, I matter. I matter. You, you, you got to understand that you matter. You got to understand that you know what, everyone here matters to God. Amen. Everyone here has a significant part. In his kingdom, uh, no one is separated, no one is isolated. When you come to the kingdom of God, uh, you matter to God, amen, you're important to God. Uh, come on, there's a role and a part for you in God's kingdom. But we must have heart. The question is, where's your heart? See, God has always been concerned with the issues of our hearts. The one thing that that, that God tells the nation of Israel before they went into the promised land was to check their hearts. If you look in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 5, it says, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, your Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Proverbs 4.23 says this, above all else, guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of life. The uh, the New Living Translation puts it like this, above all else, guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Matthew 15.8 says this, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. See, we can be a people that come to church uh, and you can lift up your hands, uh, you can praise God here, you can even give and do everything, but your hearts are far away because all it is is lip service. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, amen, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. See, everything flows from the heart. You take the heart out of somebody's life, what happens to them? You die. (laughs) You dead. Hallelujah. Come on, we we need the heart, amen. Everything comes from the heart, amen. Uh, Come on, uh, when you speak, amen, it's not speaking from what's up here, you're speaking from what's in here. See, the word heart appears in the Bible 677 times. You can believe it. I I stood up last night and counted each one of them. But I think we, there are some things, listen church, that we need to understand before we get into the heart. See, the first thing, most of the time when the Bible is speaking about the heart, it's not always talking about feelings. You see, we think the heart goes with feelings. That's why we say I love you with all my, and I hate you with all. We 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 understand today that you know what we associate our heart with feelings in our culture. It is part of who we are. That's how it is. You know what we we go by our feelings, but in the biblical culture, heart is better associated with will, desire, and choice. Somebody say will. Desire, choice. See, heart in the Greek is cardia, which means will. In the Hebrew, it means labat, which means determination. The major difference between our culture, the American culture, and biblical culture is feelings versus choice. I want you to grab a hold of this, church. You must not you must understand that biblical views of the heart was by choice. It was a will, it was a determination, desire, listen, that was not fueled by emotion. It was fueled by choice. That's why I believe that true love, this love that we have on our shirts, for some of you guys that are wearing your shirt. This love, this agape love, this love right here, amen, true love is from the heart by choice. That's why I don't believe you can just fall in love. Come on. No, you fall into lust. Come on. I don't believe you just fall into love. Love at first. I, I, I don't believe that. I believe that God may show you someone that, that may be your future husband, your future wife or, or something, but I don't, I don't believe that you just fall in love. Because if you fall in love, that means that you can actually fall out of love. You have to make a determined choice. Listen. To love. That's why I choose to love my wife for better or for worse. It's a choice, amen. I, I choose to love her no matter what, amen, comes because it is my will. It is my determination and my desire to love her with all my heart. Love is not about being happy. Come on. If love was about being happy, we wouldn't love a lot. <laughs> Come on. Love is a choice. You have to choose. You have to, you have to be determined to love him no matter what. Even when you don't feel like loving. Even if she gets you mad, husbands, you got to love. Even when he's acting like a knucklehead, ladies, You got to love. Come on. Even if someone in your, even if one of you made a bad decision, uh, even if it's going through rich times or poor times, you must continue to love. Uh, That is a love from the heart. I'm here to let you, that is a biblical love. That is a biblical heart. It's a choice. Emotions. We're not led by emotions. When it comes to true love. See, same goes with God, church. You have to choose. You have to say, I'm going to follow Christ regardless of how I feel. Come on, you chose to come to church today. Hopefully it was your will, your determination and choice to say, I am going to, I don't feel like it. I, 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 I'm kind of I'm tired from the week, but you made a choice. I, I hope it was a choice. I, I hope it wasn't just to come because I, you didn't want someone to call you and say, what well, what's happening?" Or you, you, you didn't want pastor to give you a look, and when you came in on Wednesday, where were you Sunday? Or send a text. Come on, I hope that you came here regardless of how you felt because it is your will, it is your desire and choice to say, I'm going to serve God no matter what I feel, Lord. I'm going to serve you, amen, because what? I gave you my heart. I give you my heart, not my emotion, church. I give you my will, my determination, my, my, my will and desire, my, my desired choice to come and to serve you. See, when you start to do something like that, church, when you start to really give your God your heart that way, something powerful is release. Because it gives birth to a word that so many people are afraid of, commitment. Oh, the C word. He said the C word. Hallelujah. Listen. Listen, church. If you love God with all your heart, just like it said in Deuteronomy. Love the Lord your heart with all your heart, with all your soul and might, amen, all your strength, amen. If you are a people that say that, then you are a people that are committed. If you are truly not committed, then you really don't love God. Hashtag boom. It's the truth. Well, I love God, but you know, he knows my heart. Yeah, he knows your heart. You're lazy, he knows your heart. You're wicked. Because if you really love God and you're totally committed, amen, you will do whatever you need to do for God's kingdom, amen. You are committed. You are signed up. You gave your life to the Lord. You signed up as a soldier of Christ. You enlisted, amen, and signed your name. I give you my life. I will do whatever you tell me to do. I'll live by the standards of what you're telling me to do. I'm committed to you, amen. That is a person that loves God. Not a person says, I love God, but I don't have to go to church all the time. I don't have to do what I need to do all the time. The Bible really calls you a liar if it gets down to the nitty-gritty. See, church, there is power. Somebody say power. There is power in a committed heart. When a man or woman commits their heart, remember, not their feelings... Because sometimes you feel like serving and sometimes you don't. It's like it sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. But when you give him that full heart, church, and there's a power there, church, amen. Remember it's not that that feeling, but will, determination, desire, something powerful is released into the lives of the believer. My heart is committed with will, determination, and desire to my God which helps me commit myself to my wife, to my sons and my daughter, my grandkids, my family, my church, the people. It's committed to a vision of seeing lives change for Christ here in Las Vegas. Amen. Come on, it has to be committed. Emotions are nice. They're nice sometimes. Feels good to be Feel loved. It feels good to have that feeling, church. But emotions don't drive me. If I let my emotions drive me at times, it would take me somewhere else. Hello. This morning, man, I felt like going to find menudo. <laughs> that's where that was. Where high? That's my emotion. That's how I felt. You know, I wasn't feeling church this morning. Want menudo knew in Jesus. There you go. But, but my, I don't let my emotions drive me. I, it's my will, it's my determination. I signed up. I said, God, I gave you my heart. I, I can't just do what I want to do. God, I need to get up. I got to push past. These emotions, uh, and stand in my will, uh, and stand in my determination, uh, and my choice for you, God. Uh, I'm going all the way with you, God. Uh, I'm going to make myself available. I gave you my heart. See, I've given my heart to a lot of things in the past. The party life, bad relationships, friends, sin, and got left with a broken heart and empty at the end. Come on, all of us have been there. Come on, you thought it was going to make you feel better, only to realize that you got worse because you gave yourself to emotions. But since I gave my heart to God, since I gave him my will, my determination, my desire to choose to live a godly life, church, amen, the devil can try to mess with my emotions, amen, he can break my feelings, but he cannot touch my will, my determination, and my desired heart, amen, because that belongs to God, hallelujah. Come on, he can mess with my feelings, but he can't touch my heart. I wonder if anyone here today has had their hearts broken before would be willing to go past their emotions and step into a commitment with Christ today. See, a lot of us, we don't commit ourselves all the way because of our emotions. I wonder if you would just go past the hurts of the past. I tried it before, but I got hurt. Join the club, everyone gets hurt. Everyone gets hurt. Well, I'm just trying to find the perfect church. There's none. There's none. This isn't the most perfect he's going to get. <laughs> Come on, we, we, we tried. I said, man, I, I tried serving. I tried doing. But I, all I got was a broken heart, all this stuff. Well, where's your commitment? Where's your, your, your determination? Where's the choice to make the stand? And you say, God, I gave you my heart. No matter what, God, I'm going to serve you. You died on the cross. You you set me free, God. I want to give my life to you. I was jacked up, tore up from the floor up, amen. You came and elevated me, amen. And all of a sudden, amen, my emotions got in the way and I gave up on God. I forgot I gave him my heart. See, if we can just... Go past our emotions and say, God, I'm going to make a commitment today to give you my heart. Something powerful happens to a committed heart, amen. When you start to do it by will, determination, desire, it can change and alternate your life. It can change your family's life. It can change the world that surrounds you, amen, by one choice of giving your God your heart. I gave my heart, it changed my marriage. I gave my heart it changed my family, my kids. I, I gave my heart it changes the surrounding, amen. I go around, amen, and they know Jesus is around. Why? Because I gave them my heart. I don't go by feelings. I can't let emotions drive me. If I go by feelings sometimes where I don't feel like, I feel sad or I feel this, then it's going to rip me off from testifying or telling somebody about Jesus. Well, I don't feel like saying sharing. He's tugging at your heart. You gave me your heart, boy. go tell him I love him. I don't feel like it. I'm hungry. <laughs> Let me get a Manula bowl Manila first and okay. Or maybe I can witness someone at the restaurant when I'm eating my manula. <laughs> See, we try to compromise with God. We try to make it convenient for us. Sometimes you've got to go past your emotions and your feelings. And say, God, I gave you my will, my determination. I gave you a choice to give you my heart. Listen, there's power in a committed heart, church. See, if we're going to be the voice, as our banner says, we need to have a committed heart. That's why God makes such a big thing about a person's heart. You know, that's how I judge people. I don't judge them by the outside appearance. God shows me their heart. Because if we just looked on the outside, man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, you got all kinds of things flowing in our minds. But I, I pass this. You can walk in with the right hallelujah. You can have a turn your thing and say, you know what, man. I, I do this and I do that. I can sing. And I say, well, I just need a committed heart. I don't care if you sing. God will show me later what your heart's all about. I mean, there's people that have walked into this church coming from other churches, other churches, because they don't settle and give their heart to one church. Other churches, and they get whatever reason they come out, they start giving me their list of what they can do. I said, praise the Lord, God bless you, amen, but I need your heart. <laughs> I need your commitment. Maybe you aren't committed to all the rest of the stuff and you keep going to church to church. Yeah, people want to come in and, and right away. People come into the church and they start judging the church, amen, without knowing my heart. They go by what they see. And they don't really know what's going on. So you've got to commit yourself. And grow to understand. Hello? We can make choices, listen, we can make choices by emotions that are not from God. When you have a committed heart to God, then God will start to show you what you need to do. That's why he makes a big deal. In the scriptures you find that God, listen, God is more interested in your future than your feelings. God is more concerned of your effectiveness than your emotions. See, when you came to the altar, when you got saved, saved, not just saved, but saved, saved, when you were all in, amen, when you gave your life to the Lord, when you got up from this altar and started following, uh, coming, uh, following Jesus, amen, you were committed. I don't know, when I got saved, amen, I was committed right from when I got up. This is it. I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, you, you were coming for a commitment now. Today, we got people that will commit themselves to the altar, but not outside. It's a commitment. They, they, they know they want the choice. That's why they come to the altar. There's something there. I'm broken. A God's the answer. You know he's the answer. You make a commitment. You stand up. Amen. No one forces you. You make the commitment. You come to the altar. You say the sinner's prayer. You commit yourself. But something happens from here till we hit out that door. You're committed for the moment. Or was it just an emotion? Or was it just because you got busted? Or you know that other people know what you did the night before, no, whatever no, no, and no. you got there, no. I don't know if that makes sense, amen, but you can hear it on Spotify. See, God is looking for a committed, heart. Amen. Back in the day, man, when this all started, when people used to get saved back. There was a commitment. Wasn't there a commitment, right? Every day. Man, there was church Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night. No one complained. Now, I think, well, I think we're going to do Sunday night. Sunday, oh, no, I don't know about Sunday. Oh, Sunday night, ah. But we were committed. Prayer meetings we're there. Whatever it took, we were there. Why? Because we committed our hearts to God. We gave him our determination, our will, our desire. And then God did breakthroughs in our lives. People are not getting breakthroughs today because they're not committed to God. and are not giving them their full heart. They're moving by emotion. They want to serve because there's an emotion. They get excited. And all of a sudden, that, that, that excitement goes around and then, they don't want to serve no more. Why? Because it's all emotion. So the determination. See, the commitment was real when you got up. That was all real. You came, you made the commitment, you, you went in front of your peers, but something happens. When you start to leave and say, praise the Lord, amen, God bless you guys. Oh, this was great. This was awesome. God. Oh, Lord, I give you my heart, man. Oh, God, I'm going to do everything for you, God. And all of a sudden, we move up. What? You forget everything. Monday morning rolls around. There's, there's no commitment. You ever made a vow to God, Says I'm going to get up 5 o'clock in the morning. God, I'm going to seek you. Oh, yeah. I'm so on fire. I'm on fire for you. 5 o'clock rolls up. The, the, the alarm goes up, You throw the alarm. I ain't getting up. You're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. I told you six, not five. Where's the determination? Where's the will? Or was it emotion? See, we can't serve God emotionally. You got to serve him with a a choice. I make a choice, God. I don't want to, but I'm going to do it. Because I gave you my heart. Something gets released. Something gets released. See, that's why God makes a big deal on commitments and vows. Listen. If you made a commitment vow, I'm about to blow your mind right now. Numbers 22 says this, when a man makes a vow to the Lord and takes an oath to obligate himself by pledge, he must not break his word, but do everything he says. Ecclesiastes 5, 4 and 5 says this, when you make a vow to God, do not delay in fulfilling it. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow, dummy. Oh, dummy. Dummy's my part. Amen. Hallelujah. It says it's better not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. You got to watch out what you say. You got to watch out what you're going to tell the Lord. Amen. Because you're going to have to do it. Otherwise you're moving. Listen. You're moving by emotion. Don't don't move by emotion. I I, I have been moved by emotion in my walk. I've answered so many questions conferences, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to go, send me out. My pastor never sent me out. <laughs> Here it is, I'm 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 ready, I'm ready, I'm excited, look at me. Woo, I'm on fire. It was all emotion. See, I thank God for a pastor that looked at my heart. Boy, I can see it, it's all. but you're not ready yet. I'll know, and God will reveal your heart to me. The other time, I wasn't, just, I, wasn't, I wasn't looking for it. I was just serving God. And then God put it in her heart and says, you're ready. And God put it in my heart and says, let's go. Where? Vegas. <laughs> Why not Hawaii? <laughs> we need to understand, church. We seem to be living in times that many people don't look at commitment as something as, as, as importance anymore. They're just a bunch of empty promises. We live where there's a time where commitment isn't like it used to be. Back in the day, a man will protect his word. There was no signed contract. All there was was a handshake. You got my word on it. That's, that's all it was, was a handshake because people, Live and protect it, the word, church. Come on, back in the day, people will value the word more than anything else. It's sad to say today that not much of that goes on, amen. We must be a people of our word, men and women of commitment. I give you my word, God. I I give you. You can take it to the bank. You can cash it in. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to call with excuse I got a headache you feel good today, Pastor. God, I, you, know, I, you know my heart. Man, so many people have twisted that, that up. See, when we turn our backs on commitments, it creates instability in our lives. Why do you think divorce rate is so high? Because one of them forgot about their commitment part. As soon as something goes wrong, as soon as they think, I don't feel it no more, they call it quits. They forgot about the vows to each other for better, for worse, till death do us part. You got to remember that, married couples. Now, there's some things where sin's involved and things just don't change and there's courses of action that need to take place. But for most of it, if we're working and committing our lives, we cannot just bail because we don't feel it anymore. You see, their hearts, those people, were emotionally committed instead of will, determination, and desire. I'm talking about people in the church, guys. Sin messes all that up. Sin messes that up. If you guys are not walking in the same way, you're going to have troubles. Come on, if one's serving, one's not, you're going to have troubles. If one's living right, one's not, you're going to have troubles. You better ask God what you want to do. You better ask God, you know. I don't, I don't believe that people should stay in abusive relationships, personally. I think you work it out, man, but when it's not changing, and getting worse, something has to change. You know, I, I don't believe in those things. I don't believe that. You've got to take care of yourself. There's times that we, you have to move on. But you gotta make sure that you fought somewhat. Not just quit on the spur of one fight, one moment. Pastor, if you call me a knucklehead, I'm out. (laughs) I remember one 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 person. I remember one person telling me that I'm done, I'm gonna get divorced. I said, really? I said, Did you fight? Did you pray about it? No, this is what I feel. Then you need to go pray. And then come back to me. Come on, guys. We're moving by choice. Not by will. Not by determination. When we got married, there's a choice. I'm going to love you, baby. No matter what. And Thank God someone was strong enough to stay in and fight when this knucklehead wasn't. But let me tell you, she had a ticket to say it later. But she passed that emotion. She says, I'm going to fight. This is my husband. Man, he's good looking. <laughs> no, that, was, that was a lie right there. No, <laughs> No, he says, you know what? She, she No, she said, I, I didn't fight all this time. I did not fight and pray year after year for me to just say, forget it. And God, I'm going to put him in your hands. You do something with him because I'm done with this. Now it's your turn. And God just zapped me. Boom, won't you release me. Man, I was, I don't know how many of these were up here of me. Uh, another one for Art again. <laughs> Maria wants to pray for her husband again. Again, again, again. <laughs> it, was, it was engraved. It was engraved. So I got saved, they had to buff it out. <laughs> He's here now. Erase that. We got to pray for our, our. Sorry, save. Oh, that one's answered. <laughs> Same goes with the church today. Consider the person that's in church today living for God. One little thing trips them up. One disagreement. One wrong look. And I'm gone. Pastor, you didn't see how she looked at me. She looked all like this. Well, sister, she only has one eye. She gives that look to Everybody. <laughs> It's silly. What happened to the will? What happened to the determination? What happened? This was my church. What happens? You know what? I'm going to give my life. I found the place. This is the place where I'm going to grow. This is the place I'm going to plant myself. This is the place I'm going to flourish. Amen. We have to pass these things. Amen. Of little disagreements, Amen. And say, I made a commitment and choice. This is where I'm going to stay. Not one little disagreement. Not one little bad look. Or maybe a sister's just having a bad day and didn't give you a hug. Pastor didn't shake my hand. Shut up. But they're gone. Where's the heart? Where's the, the will, the determination? Where's the desire? Where's the commitment? See, Jesus is looking and searching for men and women who will make an unwavering commitment to follow him and be commit their hearts to, to him completely and fully. That's what God's looking for. Don't commit yourself to me. Commit yourself to him. Come on, I'm the, I'm the shepherd. He put me here as an overseer. Me and my wife as overseers here, under shepherds. But you've got to make your commitment to God. Then you'll commit yourself to the church. Isn't it funny? Ha ha. No. <laughs> that we can commit to all kinds of things. We commit to a 40-hour work week. We commit to TV shows. Oh, can't miss that show, girl. I'm running late. I got to go. Come on, we commit ourselves to the Golden Knights and you were never hockey fans before. Commit yourself to all kinds of sports and Facebook. World Cup, shut up. Really? I can see if you're a soccer follower, but all a World Cup's here. I got to go. <laughs> what about God? We think, we think, what? Go to church twice a week, then Bible study on Friday? That's a cult. I give my life, God, but two services and a Bible study, slow down now. That's too much. Lord, I commit to a 2000 3000 mortgage payment a month, but give my tithes and offerings, I give you my life, but 10%? Really? See, we've got to move from this kind of mentality, church. The question is, where's your heart? You see, people want to be part of, listen, people want to be part of but not committed to the church. They want to say, yeah, I go to this church. But when you ask them to volunteer, well, it's a different story. Sometimes I ask a a person, just simple thing, can you take this trash over there? They're like, it has disease. I can't touch it. Bro, just throw the trash for me. That's all I'm asking for. You're gonna ask me to do it all the time now. See, there's a big difference of being part of and being committed to. And the best way I can really explain this is like ham and eggs. How many like ham and eggs? Come here, Mia. I need you. I need your help. We are gonna we're, gonna we're gonna feed everyone here today ham and eggs. All right? All right? I'm going to do my part and I'm going to be the chicken. I will provide all the eggs for everybody. I want you to be the pig and you're going to be the ham. You guys see a problem there? I'm part of, she's fully committed. She has to lay down her life. I'm just part of it. Give a hand clap for our pig. (laughs) See, Jesus is looking for people not to be the, 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 to be the pig and not the chicken. If we're going to be the voice, then we need to be a pig for Jesus. Amen. Uh, come on, do we have any oinks in the church? <laughs> and don't oink by emotion. Because as soon as that, that, that blade comes to cut, oh, I'm the chicken. Well, I'm a chicken real quick. See, Jesus is looking for total commitment. He's looking for the real deal. He's looking for men and women with a will, determination, desire, and committed heart. He wants the pig, not the chicken. Who will be a pig for Jesus here? Mom, on, we, we have to be that. You got to be all in. We should not be embarrassed and say, I'm a pig for Jesus. What do you mean by that? I'm totally committed. Don't be part of it. Don't be the chicken. We need pigs. All in. All in, church. We got to all in. John Maxwell says this, a quote from him says, until I am fully committed, listen, there's a hesitance and a chance to go back. Let me tell you, if you're not fully committed to God, you will go back to your world. And you will go back to where God pulled you out of if you're not committed. You'll go back to the the junk. As the Bible says, back to the vomit. The dog's vomit. We will go back to that place, church, if we're not committed. So what does Jesus want from us? He's looking for total dedication, half-hearted commitment. See, church, we can't pick and choose what we'll do and what we won't do in the kingdom. We have to accept, listen, the cross along with the crown to follow him. So we need to pick up our crosses and we need to put on our crowns. If we are giving God our heart. See, some people want to just walk with the the cross, amen. But they won't put the crown of suffering on. I'll pick that up every once in a while. But to put this on, that's commitment. God wants both of them on. You're going to have to put this on. You're going to have to put on the crown, church. You're going to have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and what? Follow him. These are commitments from our kids. I'm following Christ. You don't put it down, Amen, on Monday, and then pick it up back on Sunday again. It's a commitment. But with the cross, you got to wear the crown. You're going to understand that there's going to be there's going to be some, some suffering. There's going to be some suffering following Christ. It's not a skip in the park, guys. It's not that you live happy ever right after. Give your life to Jesus and live happily. Ever. That's a fairy tale. That's Disney. That's Disney. This ain't, this ain't a Disney movie, church. Amen. This is war. Yes. This is, our, our, if our movie is our movie, it's war. Yes. Not a skip in the park. Woo. Not sitting down and having some chicken and menudo. Chicken and menudo, that, that, that don't sound good. <laughs> but you got to pick up your cross, church. You got to pick it up and you're going to have to put on this crown. If you want to follow Jesus, guys. Yes. You want to follow Jesus. We must count the cost. You got to count the cost, amen. uh, And be willing to abandon everything. uh, Everything else that, that gives us security without looking back. Remember Lot's wife, salty? Come on, you know the story in Genesis chapter 19 of Sodom and Gomorrah, amen. Come on, she didn't want to leave. She had a half-hearted commitment, amen. Uh, She looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. We got any salties in the place, amen. We got to abandon everything. See, if we're serving God and always looking back, what are you doing over there? Oh, man. What's what's, 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 what's happening? Man, look at that. What? Whose party was it? You're always worried about what you left. You're going to stumble as you go forward. You're going to have to count the cost and say, I, I, I abandoned everything for you, God. I, there is no security but you. You're my security. God God is my provision. He's my protection. He's my power. He's my manna. He's all that I need. I don't want, that's why I left that, amen. Because, you know, we take, it looks like we're missing out on something. Stop looking at what you're missing and what you can have. Look ahead. Paul says, "You know what? I don't look behind anymore. I press on I try to keep my eyes on the prize." With our focus on Jesus, we should not allow anything to distract us from following him. Don't think about your fallback. Don't think about if it doesn't work out. Just commit your heart to God. And follow Jesus. It's that simple, church. You got to choose commitment, amen. Choose WWD. We all know WWJD, amen, but you got to do WWD or or WDD, amen, which is will, determination, and and desire. It'll give you a biblical heart. Ezra 36 26 this I will give you a new heart with a new and right desire. I will put a new spirit in you, and I will take out your stony heart, your stony, stubborn heart of sin, and I will give you a new heart of obedience. God promised to restore Israel, not only physically, but spiritually. To accomplish this, God would give them a new heart for them to follow him and put a right spirit within them. See, David sang a song, created me a, a clean heart, a, a right spirit. We need that, amen, in order to be the voice. This would transform them and empower them to do his will. Remember, the Holy Ghost Pentecostal church that gives us the power. Psalms 51, 7-13 says this, purify me from my sins and I will be clean Wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back the joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't let me keep looking at my sins, but remove the stain of my guilt Create in me a clean heart, O God. Uh, renew a loyal spirit within me. Uh, do not uh, banish me from your presence and take not thy Holy Spirit away from me. Uh, but restore unto me the joy of salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return back to you. See, this is David's prayer, amen, after he fallen in sin with Bathsheba. Come on, it started with a look. A look back. It started with a look, church, uh, that acted and then he acted what was inside his mind. Then he tried to fix it himself and he commits murder. Then he falls on his knees and this is what made David a man after God's own heart. Falls on his knees, repents because of his committed heart. We're all born sinners, guys. We've all messed up in our lives. We all made bad decisions. Come on, somebody say Amen. Come on. Uh, we naturally think to please ourselves rather than God. David was only thinking about himself when he took another man's wife. But like David, we must ask God to cleanse us from within church by filling our hearts and spirits with new thoughts and desires. Listen, right direction can only come from a clean heart and a right spirit. We must ask God to create an that inside of us but it starts with repentance. A word that's not used in the church a lot today. You need to repent. David knew how to repent. Church has power in a committed heart. You may look a little messy today. That's okay. You may walk in with a little dirt in your face. It's okay. God wants to give you a new heart. Doesn't matter how impure your life is right now. Offer God. A God's here to offer you a fresh start. Repent and ask God. To-